Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Let's talk about the gun ownership issue in this, in this country. Well, the guest who's been with us in the past with the federal government introducing this legislation to cap the numbers of handguns in Canada. Tony Bernardo is the executive director of the Canadian Shooting Sports Association. Tony, good to have you back with us. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you, Roy. I hope you're well. I am. Thank you. Uh, let me ask you, first of all, who makes up the Canadian Shooting Sports Association? What are your concerns and actions? Um, what are your concerns about what the federal government is doing? Well, I, I think there's a number of concerns here, Roy. Uh, first of all, we're 37,000 members right across the country. Our members are, of course, all law-abiding. They have Canadian possession and acquisition licenses, firearms licenses, which are vetted by the RCMP once every 24 hours on a continual, non-stop basis. Our members are trained, they're empirically safe, and they're empirically law-abiding, or they wouldn't have those licenses. We use these handguns for sport. Um, in Canada, handguns are very tightly regulated and have been for a long time. For example, you may only fire a handgun at a registered range. You have to have permits to move the handgun anywhere. It cannot leave your home without a permit. And uh, that has been in application for a very, very long time. Uh, amount of crimes committed with a lawful handgun are almost zero. And, uh, we, yeah, we feel this is definitely being directed against law-abiding firearms owners since it isn't being directed against anybody else. If you look at the entire legislation, all 53 pages of it, it only applies to lawful firearms owners. I should have started with this, Tony, and I apologize. I should have started, uh, my first question to you should have been about the response, the reaction of uh, the CSSA to the shootings in the United States. And one of the things I do know is that lawful gun owners, I've talked to a number of them since the shooting at Uvalde, are absolutely horrified at what took place. And there are people who will associate anyone who owns a firearm legally with being a danger. Speak to that, please. We are clearly not. Without, with a firearms license, you're checked out so often that you cannot be a danger. There is the odd incident of what they call straw purchasing. Um, so far, there's been less than a dozen documented cases of straw purchasing in the history of Canada. This is quite uncommon. And usually what happens is somebody gets uh, wired on drugs um, or involved in a sex trade and they're forced to do this. There's nobody doing this for the purposes of making profit. And, uh, of course, that means they're victimized multiple times, right? So we have always maintained a very high ground. Safety and in all of its aspects is number one with our, um, our members. And, and I can tell you from the firearms community in Canada, Safety is the most important thing that we do. Um, accidents are very few. Um, crimes are very few. And, you know, we, we can prove this. It's not just me saying so. We obtain for our members, for every one of our members, 
$5 million of primary liability insurance every single year, and our wholesale cost on that is about $9.50 a year. So not a lot of claims. Yeah, none. <laughs> you know, very, very few. Um, but, you know, in terms of us being a danger, well, insurance companies don't deal in maybes. They deal in numbers. And One of the things to remember is it's shooting sports associations, or there are people who, right. who like to shoot as a sport. It's something yes. they enjoy doing, and, and I know from dealing with people who are involved in shooting sports, safety is absolutely paramount. You start to be unsafe on the range, you're gone. Yeah, and very quickly, too. Let me uh, ask you, you this. The, the, the feds, sorry, the feds have said they made allowance for sports in this. But the only people that are permitted to acquire new handguns are what they call elite sport shooters, i.e. members of the Olympic team. How do you get to be an elite shooter if you can't practice? See, these are long journeys, and every journey begins with a single step. Mm -hmm. And you can't get that very first target handgun. So is there a competitor? Tony, is there communication between the federal government and provincial governments, perhaps, with the CSSA as far as um, legislation being introduced and passed in Parliament and in provincial legislatures is concerned? Is there dialogue? Is there communication? Is there? Nope. Do you help each other mutually? Uh, no, this government refuses to talk to any of the associations. Um, you know, this is this is the Liberal government. They will simply not talk to you at all. If you get somebody within the government who is willing to talk to you and their lips are moving, you know they're lying. Um, we have never, ever had a communication from the liberal government asking for our advice, asking for our experience. We've been in business 62 years. We know way more about this than they do. But that's not what it's about. It's about politics. Tony, good talking to you. Thank you for the time. You're very welcome, Roy. If I might add to the value of the guns that they're taking from us with a compensation, it is over $1.5 billion. Billion. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.